so I've been thinking, is there any job anywhere in the world that's not about servicing people? Who? Not servicing people. That's that's a tough one. I've man, I've had the same thought where it's uh there's no job in the world that isn't fixing fixing other people's fuck ups. Okay. Like every job is fixing a fuck up. There is no job where you almost create nothing. Yeah, and like it's not solving problems. Even like if you became a stand up comedian, it's all <laughs> like you're solving somebody having a shitty day because you're entertaining them out of having a shitty day. Yeah. So you're solving a problem there. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, why do you have one in mind? Because I, I can't think of a job no, that I, isn't. I, I was going through my head, and yeah, everything offers service in some way, shape, or form to help somebody out. Even right. porn. I mean, it's a mutual agreement. They're both going to feel yeah. great at the end of it. it it's self-service most of the time. But <laughs> it, it's self-service. Uh, the porn became the – once they outlawed prostitution, uh, jacking off became self-service. It was like the gas pump when you when the, like those 1950s guys showed up like, what the hell is this? we got to pump our own gas now? Yeah, this exactly. is bullshit. Like porn is essentially self-jiffy lube. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to rotate my own tires and change yeah, my oil. at first – it was looked down upon, you know, mm-hmm. like having a mechanic, being a mechanic yourself and changing your own oil. But now everybody does. Yeah. That. <laughs> Once the people of the, the uh, horse and buggy generation died off. Yeah. <laughs> it became accepted. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right, though. I get what you're saying. Because yeah. that was leading me to down the road, because the more and more I thought about it, the more I thought the ultimate alpha individual is the only person that could ever be the person that has, hey, my job does not involve helping anybody. Basically, right. uh, like, I don't know, like you're crazy people that everybody looks at and only can try to make fun of because they're super jealous, like Dan Bilzerian or somebody somebody like that where it's like, they could just afford, they have the money to just be a dick. They just record their life. They don't fucking care about anything. Right. But that's still giving like people a service because it's like you're actually compa- have, giving somebody something to compare yourself to. Exactly. So then I had so to, that is a service. Yes. Still. <laughs> so then I started thinking even further. I'm like, so you essentially have to be a narcissistic, vain asshole your entire uh-huh. life. That's anti-social media. Okay. So that's the, that's your job. I, I, you don't have a job at that so point. You're just, yeah, you're being like, yeah, just being a pimple on society, basically. What you, I'm you sa- serve no purpose. Exactly. So what I'm saying is tense. Well, even a pimple actually serves a purpose. Yeah. Like your girlfriend's like to pop them. What I'm saying <laughs> is tent cities are leading the new culture that's going to wave across the world and show people how cool it is not to service anybody. Wait, Nathan, are you trying to say that? Homeless people have a job, but not a home. Yeah. <laughs> Their job is just being homeless. Yeah, there is. They're not servicing anybody. They're just being the narcissistic assholes. I would serve. I would say different. I think they are servicing people. They are servicing in a way. They clean up the streets with of cans and bottles. Yeah. They get ch- scrapped that they're way. Sucking dick they for drugs. Also, they suck dick for drugs. Like, the homeless people are servicing more than you probably you know, well, could ever imagine. Why did sucking dick for drugs take off when you can't just munch box for drugs? Like, you never hear that term. You never hear out. that. That never happens. Like, why there's can't... never a drug de- There's never a lady drug hey, dealer we're, just we're like, allies. We're allies here. Why are yeah. people not just, just going down there and eating scrum, trying to get a, their next hit? Right. I... I Honestly, yeah, I'm surprised there aren't more female drug dealers. That seems like an easier way to get drugs around. It's an you equal opportunity employment center. I mean, all yeah. it accepts all types. Why can't we yeah. get this? Up? There is literally no like. There is no qualifications need to be met in order to be a drug dealer. Anybody can be a drug Anybody dealer. Anybody can. Like, hey, you just bought drugs off your drug dealer. Guess what? With those drugs you have, you now can be a drug dealer. It's just you got to get in the supply chain. As long as well, you're in it, you're well, good. Hear me out. Is the drug is the drug dealing business looked down upon because they say it's illegal, and the only reason it's illegal is because it is the world's best fucking pyramid scheme in the world. Right. It really is. It, it basically is the 
uh, Amway of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that is all. It's like the, drugs the are. government realized, like, hey, government. The government. Pablo comes Escobar in. was just Costco before Costco. Pablo Escobar got in early. Okay, he was like number two behind. There's one per like one person maybe above him that gave him the idea, yeah. and he's like, but once you start getting people under you, man, those yeah. profits are endless. <laughs> Once you get a street team going, man, you're going to sell so much product. <laughs> we'll be able to touch you, man. <laughs> because 14 people down is the mayor. Yeah, all you do is you just change your name to something cool. You get a cool username. Drug dealers just invented usernames, if you actually think about it. Before the Ooh. internet came around, they had usernames. <laughs> that is true, and they're El still Chapo. doing it. <laughs> yeah, they're still doing it, man. Oh, man. The Pinky. Car- the cartels are just like, all right. Are cartels? That's just their aim names. <laughs> I was gonna say cartels are random name generators for like awesome shit. <laughs> for sure, I dude, I bet you they still use aim to communicate like drug dealers. Nobody's checking aim anymore. They're probably still using that to get deals done. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, they got the fucking instant messenger up, rocking that shit. <laughs> Age, sex, location. <laughs> ASL baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, I'm surprised there there aren't more female drug dealers, though. It would make more sense. Honestly, let me ask you this. If you were to go buy drugs, not that you ever would, Nathan, you're an upstanding citizen, but if you were, would you be more scared to walk into a drug dealer's house that you know is a man or be more scared that it's a woman who deals drugs? At this point, because you don't hear of it, I would say a woman because for the fact that she's done shadows, some shit. they're in the shadows. You don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah, dude. There. Honestly, you ever watch those like uh, documentaries about like under the underworld crime syndicates and stuff, and they're always like bandanaed up and glasses. You can't see them at all. Mm-hmm. For all we know, those are all women. It it could be yeah because they say he are they all could modulated and shit yeah. But they say he and stuff. I'm pretty sure you, they could be misgendering. Of course, those TV people aren't supposed to even know who they are, so they could be misgendering. Hey, they don't hey, know. Hey, what happened? What does uh, she sound like if you uh, digitally cut off the S? <laughs> oh, it sounds like he. Wow. He's wow. Crazy. Wow. No. Just... They really are protecting those identities, man. No, I'm just. It's like a. It's like when you see a white guy in a gang, you mm-hmm. know that old like joke stereotype that like a white guy in a gang, like he's the craziest one probably mm-hmm. because he had to do something to earn their respect. Like I think that's why I would be more scared of a chick drug dealer. Yeah. Because that that lady's done some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like fucking Carol Baskins, man, fed her husband to a tiger. They've done some shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not they they they're not on the up and up at all. There is some wacky shit going on. Ugh. It's like that show Weeds. They tried to like to make that house mom oh, that's like she right. sold weed. Yeah. yeah, but like that's just a good cover. That's a good front. How, Board Housewives, man, they they start getting into nefarious things. Yeah, it's like uh, basically the real housewives of whatever city they're in. Yeah, they did, but bored rich housewives just start doing shit like that. It's like that story we covered years years ago at this point about that lady who was um, cosplaying as a homeless person during the day. She would just go sit on the corner, but then she'd go hop in an escalate and go up into the hills <laughs> at the end of the day. Like they're just bored. So I guarantee you, there's some ladies who are really into drug dealing. I feel like that's the next logical step after watching so many murder docu- documentaries. They're like, you know what? I can get away with all of this now. Yeah. Oh, I know all the th- ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Also, like all those housewives are on so many medications. It sounds like every time you hear about them, like if you watch one of those like love triangle shows mm-hmm. or anything about like housewives that end up committing crimes, they're on so many pills. Now, so like they're just getting free scripts. Exactly. And just I was going say, and selling them. They're they're funding their business at cost and then doubling yeah. prices from there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, their insurance is covering everything. You know, their husband's like super nice insurance is just paying for it all. You mm-hmm. know? That's like uh, what do they call that? It's like uh, mm. tax evasion. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's called, Nathan. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm going to put my money down in the Bahamas now. <laughs> which yeah, is, I don't know what it's called. Which I, I never of. thought about it. You know, because they always say, hey, do you have a bank account overseas, all this weird shit? Oh, yeah. Remember 
before DraftKings, there was like a was it called Bovada or something? There's there's some that DSI or something. No, there there was something really shady where you could go, hey, you put some money down in the Cayman Islands, then you can get play <laughs> on this website. You can gamble with that money, like you were straight they probably up stole sending so much money. money. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're probably sending it back clean and be like, hey, sweetie, here, go pick up some more Percocets. Right, <laughs> dude. There like so many before. That's probably one reason why they legalized betting in so many places because there was so much money just getting funneled into like really shady shit. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with all things that are really illegal. Is like it just gets funneled into even shadier shit. Yeah. Next thing you know, Dubai's huge. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's they're building buildings just to see how tall they can get them. <laughs> they they build, we have all this money. I guess we'll see. We're know. gonna build this building to act like the wacky wavable inflatable arm tube man whenever wind shows up. You're right. I can't wait for some of those buildings because they're all on sand. It's eventually they're, they're all just gonna shift. Like that's gonna look like Mad Max at one point. Like buildings just tilted and like falling over and stuff like that. Yeah. Dubai's gonna look like just completely abandoned and it's just going to be like you can go there and play like paintball and shit yeah i was gonna say there are gonna be some awesome movies that are based out of like a desolate dubai yeah dude once all the oil's gone (laughs) that country's gonna be in hurt it'll look like a sarlacc pit opens and swallows the fucking city (laughs) they should nuke it They don't even, like, wait for the collapse. They're just like, we're just going to end it for everybody. (laughs) Well, you don't want to put too much radiation in that area. There's a certain country that likes to take over irradiated areas. Yeah. (laughs) What if, like, when you move to Dubai, you have to sign a, like, contract that just says, hey, we have a suicide pact here. (laughs) Like, once things go south, (laughs) the whole city, up. (laughs) It's gone. Well, can we leave? Well, you can't. I can, though. Like, I, I own the bomb. Of course I'm going to leave. Yeah. I got to get to a good place with reception. <laughs> Namely, in another country. Right. You know, uh, you know, like a modern country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I'm up in Cologne. I always love those videos of those guys in Dubai. They're just, like, driving around. I love how everybody dri- drives a... Um, a stupid Mercedes car. Mercedes-Benz over there. They all drive. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the poor people, like, or, like, what I can assume, when I say poor, I mean poor relative to the fucking, yeah, th- like, those, oligarchs those over there. Those poor <laughs> peons that only make 150 k a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're driving, like, white uh, Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, And then they're, garbage. like, on the interstate, and they're just fucking, uh, like, have their sandals or something on the, like, mm-hmm. pavement as they're, like, someone's driving and they're, like, just, like, running alongside the car or, like, yeah. having their shoes slide. They're pavement skiing, dude. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, you watch them drive. they are. You watch them drive their Mercedes and then they have a ample supply of rocks to stone the car next to them because it's an Audi. And they yeah. can't <laughs> be bothered. Right. You're not, you're not wrong, dude. It's crazy. But I think, isn't it like Mercedes-Benz is just like Ford over there, so they just have all these like cheap access yeah. to like cheap ones it's like, like that? Yeah, they have different models, so it's completely different. It's like over in Germany, uh, I remember Helga telling me that I went to college, she was from Germany, and she's like, no, Audis are shit there. Like, I'm not, she just flat out said, what yeah. you view as like a Kia Sorento is an Audi, because you get such a low base <laughs> model. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. And the Kia Sorento is a fucking prestigious car. <laughs> now. This was 2006. Right. Well, it is funny because, like, we have, like, Americans have such an infatuation with foreign cars. So uh, do other countries have the same infatuation with our foreign cars? Because our cars are foreign to them. Yeah, there's certain so ones like they Mustangs. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the Mustangs. Yeah. But I mean, do Camaros. they like get hard for a Ford Explorer? Like they're like, whoa, <laughs> dude, check out these four by fours. Have you seen this Expedition? Whoa. Yeah. Ford Bronco that never died over here. We've had them for years. No, but <laughs> but that the Ford Bronco when it came back sold like gangbusters across seas man i guarantee it rules well it rules and i guarantee you oj sponsored all of the broncos over there 
<laughs> you need to get away for a while? Get a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Ride the Bronco. <laughs> I mean, there's so many great Saddle commercial up, clips. partner. Yeah, there's the so b- many great Broncos commercials here. you could do with OJ and a Bronco. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he. I wonder if he... Dude, I'm going to... And he's just driving around with this book that said, if I did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, if he, that would be pretty sick if he did a Bronco commercial. Well, that'd be, it'd be really cool. But Ford's, I have a feeling a bunch of prudes about this. Right. I mean, yeah, they're not cool. They're not realizing that, Hey, actually we'd hit our women demographic. If we got a a probable murderer driving our vehicle being as that's their whole demo right there is learning how to kill people. Uh, how long? Okay, so that happened in what year did OJ do that? OJ? Or what, oh. what year was the trial? I shouldn't say. He was acquitted. I can't say that legally on if, this podcast. Yeah, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Uh, it was 97, 96? Yeah, yep, 95. Oh. Or 94 is when it started. It didn't end until 95. It was a year over a year-long trial. Goddamn. Yeah, they're like maybe so, maybe his hand will shrink in a year maybe <laughs> right yeah so like when in the Ford Bronco came back in like 2020 I think right yeah is when it made it come back mm-hmm. yeah so I thought may, uh, I thought maybe they're waiting for like 20 years I was just wondering how long you have to wait before like murder accessories can be make a comeback <laughs> mm. one yeah. d- they wait there was a statue of limitations for the vehicle to be brought back honestly right. I'm gonna say this. Ford's racist. Yeah. They got rid of the car because a black man was accused of a crime, which he did not commit according to the court of law. Yeah. And they got rid of that car. That's racist. But, like, mobsters used their cars for years in order to take bodies out to the fucking desert in Nevada, and you never heard anybody get no, upset about that. No, you just heard the that. companies go, hey, guys. We need to make the trunks bigger. Look how, yeah, look how roomy the trunks are. Look, look. I just got a call from the, the Gambino crime we, family. We expanded <laughs> out the, like, they put out the El Camino to help them. It's like, it's like a truck <laughs> car. You just throw them in yeah, there. A, yeah, these got. listen, listen. These Italian gangsters aren't going to drive trucks, okay? Mm-hmm. They're not rednecks yet. We haven't created those yet. So they want a car, but they want a truck. So we got to meet them halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a Gambino crime family calling up Ford. We're like, yo, make the trunks bigger. <laughs> I need a bo- – they're the reason boat cars existed yeah. for a long time. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they had their hand on the uh, development of the Cadillac DeVille for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half Dude, the car you, needs to be the trunk. Yeah, if you don't think, like, gangsters from Chicago and New York were going to Detroit and designing cars back then, you're lying to yourself. They were, like – they were running everything. Capone's going up there, hey – so sometimes my wife and kid, we just fuck around and we put a little pallet down in the trunk and we have a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> so can we all fit in here? <laughs> yeah. Could you put, I don't know, four full-grown people in sleeping bags in here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it, but I'm just, I'm telling you that can, that, that uh, I just, we just proved that Ford's racist <laughs> because they got rid of that car because of OJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but are they more racist than Disney? That's the question. <laughs> mm, uh, I'm going to say that's a hard no. No. <laughs> you call no on that one? Yeah. Uh-oh. Disney's Disney's pretty bad. Yeah. I like how they're trying to be woke now. Did you see that story about the gymnastics, not gymnastics, the cheerleading team that was like part of like a. Oh, the cuties? A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, was that a, that was Netflix? Yeah, man, but no, Disney. I don't remember. That would have been funny though. Uh, no, it's uh, it was a cheerleading team that was part of uh, some kind of parade that Disney was putting on. I'm guessing and at one of their theme parks, mm-hmm. and they're from Texas, and I guess like their school mascot has to do with Native Americans. I don't know what the, I don't remember what the name. A lot like. of them they're do. Like it, the yeah. Braves, yeah, but they're like the Braves or something, you know, something like that. But uh, their school chant, what like for their fight chant is uh, involves them talking scalping? about scalping. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And Disney was quickly like, "Oh, uh, we do not support this, and we made a bad decision, and we did not vet this good enough." <laughs> it's like <laughs> I love how the turnaround. I was like, "You guys made Pocahontas." Like, have you rewatched that recently? <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's not flattering. Also, uh, Peter Pan. I was going to say, what Peter makes Pan's... the red man red? 
Well, that would be, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Opium. No, uh. <laughs> Chief Wiggum. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's The yeah. Simpsons. Uh. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it was just, I was like, damn. that's cr- It's funny to see Disney backpedaling all the time now. I don't think they can backpedal fast enough to keep up with the shit they've done over the years. No, no. And not to, yeah, and old Walt Disney has his own skeleton closet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's full. Like that thing's full. It's the size of a, it's a small walls world after all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the size it's of his great. Closet. What you really need to do to avoid racism is just have a giant collection of jaundiced people like the Simpsons, and then it's like, hey, they're all kind of sickly. We're good, right? Until until they uh, <laughs> until they made until a poo. The na- yeah, they, they made a poo <laughs> or Lenny. No, no, uh, Carl. Carl, Sorry, Carl. Yeah. I always get Lenny those, has jaundice too. Everybody gets those two guys confused, right? No, because like, I, I always flip them all the time. Well, they're always at the bar together, but yeah, you're right. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> that is one of the funniest uh, jokes, running jokes in that series is like them just going, "Maybe this is why people think we're gay." <laughs> they, they're just always pulling that out of nowhere. It's, yeah, it's oh, a good one. Yeah, but oh man, I yeah, I just can't think. There is literally no job in the. World. <laughs> wow, we're going way back. Yeah. <laughs> we're 20 minutes and we're going I back. I know, I'm just saying, there's no, there's nothing out of all that, though. I mean, like, hey. No, dude. Even even those characters out of those shows. Yeah. They're, well, dude, it's just, it, that's just the whole point of a job, is just you provide a service. Like, otherwise, there's no point to it. N- like, we are supposedly providing a service trying to do this podcast, but, like, nobody wants the service right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're still trying. We're providing a service to the bandwidth. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, we're giving the internet company money. We're keeping Squarespace in business. You're fucking welcome. Sponsor the podcast, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll move domains. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't even know what a uh, GoDaddy. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. That is bad. I don't want to help Danica Patrick's career. <laughs> or Danica. Danica. Danica, Danica, who gives a shit? Patrick. I don't want to help Patrick. Patrick. I don't want to have Patrick. Yeah. Anyway, what's been going on, man? What else is new? Oh, Maybe dude. Other than you thinking about jobs. <sighs> Fuck, dude. Uh, went into my first official vape shop. Oh. Like. Yeah. You're going deep down the rabbit hole. The. Uh, you want to take the red vape or the blue vape? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll show you just how deep the rabbit hole goes. A. Right when you walk in, comical. Because you walk in... You saw Morpheus guy, but he was a white dude with Morpheus glasses. <laughs> it, it was a white, stockier, shorter-than-me guy that was like walking in. Was he jacked or just fat? Uh, I don't know. What would you call a gnome? A gnome? A gnome's fat. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> he had the beard Welcome to our vape shop! Yeah, exactly. He we w- represent the... F- <laughs> the vape guild. The vape guild. He he looked like um, Gimli's dwarf cousin that got kicked out of the clan because of gigantism. Right. He like, well, he was filling the mines too much with vapor clouds. They couldn't see in the mines of Moria because mm, of his blown fat stacks. Yeah, like <laughs> we already got smog to worry about. Now you're fucking us. It, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, fool of a took. <laughs> Yeah, so I go in here, and I know exactly what I want. So I was disposables. Where are they? Going through all this, and my favorite thing is they got everything under glass. Like, oh, these are CBDs. Well, over here they don't sell anything. It's it's that snake oil bullshit. So it's like, oh yeah, you gotta love the snake oil CBD. Yeah. So I'm looking at these. This guy, and I shit you not, cannot physically move without taking a rip from his rig. Like, he's cool. He solely is creating this miasma of a cloud that's going in. When I opened the door, I helped ventilate this fucking building. Yeah, well, he's got a train, Nathan. See, he's got a show with uh, an 80s cover man later this weekend, and he's the fog machine. So he's training oh, his he, lungs he's getting to make ready all to the fog. make poison look cool when they <laughs> yeah. enter the stage for the first time. All right. Yeah, yeah baby, dude. they didn't talk dirty until I started blowing smoke. 
<laughs> oh man! As soon as uh, Kickstart My Heart comes on, I gotta blow like forty That's gallons Motley of Crue, smoke out yeah. there. I know. I was just saying eighties rock. It doesn't matter at this point. That's Every why I rose kept it has as its thorn, mo- man. I dramatically <laughs> blow smoke out here. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a cover band, Nathan. They can do be any song, and okay. then I can't get it fucked up. Yeah, okay, they're a cover band. They're like, if you're oh, asking me to name more than one. You're White the Snake type of person song, if you were singing yourself. a cover band song, you'd be like, oh, all right, '80s only. And now my favorite from Uncle Cracker. I'm like, what? What the fuck is happening? '92 still counts as the <laughs> '80s. <laughs> it's statistically proven. I don't know when that song came hey, out. Hey, if it's either. under a five, you round down. <laughs> Nirvana's from uh, yeah, the '80s. Yeah, this turns into that fucking Step Brothers bit. I said 80s cover bands only, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but no, it was. I was trying my best, like biting the inside of my cheek, because I was trying not to call him out and start dying laughing at this guy's face. Because you just, right. I could not die laughing more, because A, it was... This, it was a rig, so like I said, every step he took, he had to. In order to walk from and one it side it sounded of the... like a semi going off. <laughs> That's what you heard. They should put car horns in the in rigs. So, so when you take a rig, yeah, they you know, sound everybody like, knows. You know what? They should just call that whatever he had was an air break. That's yeah. what the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. So he's taking his pull and being all dramatic about it every two steps. But then the thing that made me about shit myself laughing is in order to blow his smoke out, he, not unlike a 1880s or whenever they mined a prospector, blew his smoke out of the side, like crinkled his whole mouth to the side. And <laughs> nice. So he wouldn't blow it in your face. At least he's being, see, no, he has he manners. Was, he was like half a store away from me. He did it. That's just <laughs> what he does. Oh, that's just his move. Yeah. That's how he looks cool. Yeah, he's like, hey, That's girl. how he differentiates himself. <laughs> like, his mouth's going to stick on that side one time. Yeah, he's never going to be able to move again. I'll tell you what. That's how you know somebody was extremely addicted to nicotine. Because think of how many packs of cigarettes that dude was going through a day before he switched to vaping. Oh, yeah. He was the one that was like, I smoke four at a time. Yeah, that like it's an insane amount of like if you're taking a rip every like three seconds, you you smoked a ton before you switched. Mm. I don't and like those big rigs, dude. Like you know why I don't like them. My friends have a couple of them, and when you pull on them, they crackle and pop sometimes. Sounds like they're gonna like, blow it'll up. Hit your fucking tongue. It, it, like I feel a sh- like a shock sometimes. Like somebody fucking hit, like shocked my tongue. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then they look at you and like, it makes you feel alive, doesn't it? Right. Also, yeah, and it's also funny because like when you take a rip from somebody's like rig, who's an experienced like smoker, mm-hmm. they have those things fucking turned up so goddamn high to give you so much smoke, and there's so much nicotine in there because most of the time it's for like people who, like or whoever like serious nicotine addiction. Mm-hmm. And when you take a hit, you're, it's like you barely pull. Like you're so used to smoking a cigarette, you got to pull a little hard, you know, to get a full, to get the full, and then you pull out of that thing, and it's like instantly you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck? Everything's full already, and it was like one pull, yeah. one second, and, and so it's overwhelming. Yeah, and the just, it's crazy how much that happens with those rigs, though. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, like the pods and all that stuff they're buying, they're buying, but the best part that wasn't the best part. Oh, the side breathing out wasn't it? He was. You mean that's like cutting? Also, real quick, sorry, mm-hmm. blowing no, the smoke did. out the side of your mouth, dude, is like cutting the exhaust pipe off of your car. Like you just want the exhaust mm-hmm. to shoot you out just a want certain it straight way, straight from the manifold. Yeah, right. <laughs> making sure it gets in your car. Yeah, I want to smell that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but but what's the so best part? I'm biting my. Like I said, inside of my cheek, try, just to keep my distract so I don't laugh. Because this whole, every step, I need to puff. Like, he was a little engine that couldn't. He always needed right. fuel. So, he's doing this. I finally get my stuff. I'm I'm about to start ringing out, waiting for their eternally slow system, even though they have all the, the iPad shit. And it's just still slow as shit. Yep. In comes a dad with his son. Oh, no. That's, n- let me, whatever. I have to ask. If it's a dad with his son, 
covered in tattoos, looks kind of like a metalhead. I just assume all, at all the times. I mean, checked on both. How'd you know? Oh, my God, dude. I am... God, I know. Stereotypes rule. Just know that from this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can pick. Nathan says one thing of a location, and I can pick out what that person looks like. See, okay? I like this story, though, because, I mean, I really could have swung it the other way and be like, nah, dressed like Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. No, this is an IT dude. <laughs> Look like Michael Douglas from Falling Down. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so he comes in, and he's in the back counter. And he's one of those, like, really loud talkers, so the volume's carrying. And it's a kid, and the kid's like, whoa, this is a cl- this place is cloudy. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't know what's going on, so apparently... Bi- I'm judge- surprised they let the kid in the shop. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was like, just, I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah, it would have been better if it, like, it, like, it's funny that it's a little kid, but how... You, would you judge him more if he brought a baby seat in, like a car seat? Just like, hey, I need to get my baby. Just have a fucking sleeping baby. Nah, that's where you just look at him like, man. Sets him up on the counter. Yeah, make a wish starts early. <laughs> um, <laughs> preemptive make a wish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's got anything, but we're pretty sure he's going to get something. <laughs> Judging by where we take him, it's a high yeah. chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Going through there, and the kid makes a comment about it's cloudy in there. And they get back, and he's going through, and he's looking at all these deals. And then what happens next created a future user of vapes. Nice. And that was not by smelling anything, but the mere question and answer. And that is, Dad, what are those for? Oh, this is so I can make my dragon breath. (laughs) <laughs> kids smoking tomorrow yeah dude like you like why do parents lie to their kid but when you make up lies like that it just instantly makes it so much cooler to do the bad thing you don't want them to do yep you just made the horrible thing that you wish your kid wouldn't do <laughs> now sound like a fairy tale no, thing that kid that what is like six seven year old kid i guarantee you is like sneaking that fucking rig off one day and like guys look i'm a dragon right oh he's setting up his action figures and blowing smoke on them like i breathe fire on you (laughs) fire and brimstone upon all these gi joes (laughs) you thought you could take out isis but you can't take out a dragon (laughs) cobra is now dragon i i am cobra twin eyes blue dragon Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so that yeah, that happened. I was like, that, that that's is cool. Yeah. You know what bothers me about like vape shop people? I've been into a few vape shops. That will ne- never day. be as cool dads as that guy was. Yeah, exactly. But first of all, I'll never be that cool ever. I I'm you know, I don't have tattoos and I don't smoke brigs, you know. <laughs> dude, what a hilarious lie though, that dragon's breath is what you now call mm-hmm. vaping in front of your kids. That was, man. I was like, man, that kid. Oof. This is why our generation's garbage. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> that's that's his uh, new way of identifying. I'm a dragon. All right. I'm a dragon. Um, But I, I, I hate going into vape shops. The same reason I don't like going to, like, craft breweries most of the time. Or any, like, kind of craft bar. Or, you know what I mean? Expand on because that. Like, what? Like just like like a like you know those bars with hipsters because vapes people are hipsters too, and okay. those are the clientele that the, the like the vape dudes are like so fucking snooty about like the rigs they're just as bad as computer people like PC master race people mm-hmm. but except with dab or not dab rigs but but those people are those, the same those people, people cool. <laughs> those, those people that, are cooler there's a Venn diagram there is where a those Venn diagram hard but the what you just mentioned are far cooler. Right. <laughs> They'll teach you about God and how this is all fake. <laughs> the Dabrick people. <laughs> They'll tell you they see where Satan really is. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're going to go to an orgy after that. Anywho. <laughs> no, but like they're just they're just like so stuck up on like what a what their rig does and all that. They give you specs. It like I just I get really bummed out specs on like a anytime. Rig? What? Spe- What'd you say? Specs on a rig? 
Yeah, like the specs on like what their smoking rig is. The fuck? See, I've yeah, never dude. even looked into any. I'm I'm ignorant. I just know they got that stupid thing and they blow dragon smoke. I've had yeah. Well, I've had friends forever who've been into vaping. So because they've gotten into it and like they want like better rigs, like for better battery. It's like getting a new phone. Like you know how me and you look at specs on phones or computer shit. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they do, and I don't know why. I almost get like, I I don't know why that. That obsession over something like anything like that bothers me, whether it's beer. Honestly, technology. Like, when you and Jake start talking about computer components and stuff, I immediately zone out, and I kind of hate you guys for a little bit. I'm just like, you fucking, oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> like, you fucking stop being so fucking nerdy and knowing all this the shit. The fuck is a teraflop? You're right. I don't even like when, like, I, like, I play golf, and you play golf. You don't want to hear somebody talk about their new clubs and the technology in them. Like, it's weird. I don't know why that bothers me. I don't want to hear specifics about that kind of stuff. I've Yeah, now that you mention that, I would want to club someone to death if they started bringing <laughs> me about their new clubs, man. Yeah, see Just, new, the new tungsten grips and the uh, the new grooves actually apply one and a half more rotations in the air per time. It's like, fuck, I don't give a shit, man. See, your driver doesn't kick as much. Yeah, you hit it far, but you could go so much further because this new technology has a little more give and bounce. Yeah, if you could play with this ball, you'd actually give it a little more touch around the greens yeah. but not sacrifice any distance in the air. Well, so that, fuck off. Yeah, those people, the reason they mention that is because their balls aren't getting touched. Right. <laughs> I just I just can't stand the specific it, like I know it's their, it's their hobby, but that's the problem. I don't care I about your hobby. Problem. That's the problem. You're, like I didn't ask you about your hobby. You're inserting it. So, this into is this why conversation. This I is hate it. This is why I hate fantasy football fucks. Yeah. I don't 100%. care about your fantasy football team. I never have asked you about it. Just like right now. It is March Madness. I don't mm-hmm. fucking care about your bracket. Yeah, your bracket's as shitty as everybody else's. Congratulations. It's busted. No right. way. Unless you're one game away from winning a million dollars, I don't give a fuck about your bracket. Yeah, unless you're one game away, tell me so I can rob your ass tomorrow, you fucking yeah. nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, that specific of stuff. I just can't deal with it, man. Yeah. Like, I, I purpose like I have things I like. Uh, there's no I'm not sitting here saying I don't have those things. I definitely do, but I try to like I live life trying not to burden other people with my bullshit. That makes sense. Okay. I, I go out of my way to like not bother people, and I assume anything I talk about is bothering people. Yeah, I've I've recently started because I'm I'm terrible at it, not talking about. Me. So when oh, you get, it's hard. It's, when you get in it, it's like trying not to talk about your experience in it to offer, yeah. like, I don't know, a viewpoint. Right. It's just like I find that I end up looking like a shy kid that's like, oh, uh-huh. so how do you feel? Well, well, that's the well, that's the hard part is, like, people get upset at you when you, like, then turn a story around. But you're like, well, I'm trying to relate to you, and the only way I can know how to relate to you is by sharing the experience I've had that's similar. Mm-hmm. But, like, they get upset that you do that, but you also means you're listening because you are looking for similarities in their thing, where if you're just doing that, in my opinion, you're just, like, just doing the, uh-huh, oh, well, what how, what'd you do next, or how'd you feel about that? Like, so what the problem is is me and you came from a family. I've thought about this. I've actually tried to write bits about this, but like it just doesn't go anywhere. But we we came from a family where it was if you come to talk to us, right, and you share a story, especially if it's a sh- story. That's again, Nathan. It comes back to servicing. We're just a, a family of servicers. We're, yeah, dude. We would come in our family. You service you me. I somebody. service you. We're all happy yeah. here. It's the aristocrats. In <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dabba 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 yabba. Yeah. Um, but uh, so like we would come with a problem, and if you talk in our family, if you brought a problem to the table. You were going to get a solution. You're going to go, well, here are your options, or here's an idea of what you can do to solve that problem. We didn't grow up in a family where it was, we come, we'll just listen to you vent. Mm. No. Our, our, our family is all about, yeah, we'll listen to you 
explain the problem, and then I'm going to find you a solution so I don't ever have to hear this fucking problem again. <laughs> like, you're now – my problem is listening to your problem, and I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. That's how our family – so for us, like, that's why it's – like, I've done the same thing. I've really been trying to work on because that's a problem I've had in relationships for sure where it's just – and I'm doing it right now to you. <laughs> well, no. And see, that's the thing. We do it all the time. And, like, okay, case in point, relationships, I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, if you can pass all the red flag markers, guess what? I'll let my family divvy out and let me know their red flags. Like, I've put out the little notice out there. I'm like, you see any fucked up shit, let me know. It's that kind of stuff. Right. Same with, like, friends, all that stuff. But, like you said, a lot of those solutions – our past life experience, and I went through it, so I can tell you how I fucked up on the way there, but then I'm right. like, don't do it the way I did. Do it this way, because look what happens. Right. Yeah, it, and that's the whole point, but it is, like, weird how, like, there's just a ton of people who really just want to tell you their problem, but never fix it. Yeah. They just want to live in the problem. And those are the people, when they get offended by that, I feel like we should be able to step back and hand them a card to a fucking therapist and be like, pay them to do it then. You're right. You're right, and that's the, and that is the like hard part. Yeah, like, and I'll listen to people, but like, I'm also good. Be like, I've asked people straight up. I'm like, are you telling me this because you want my opinion or my advice, or are you just trying to tell me this to tell people to tell somebody? And I'm like, because tell me now, because that is going to dictate how I end up taking this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like I just because I don't have the, I don't want to deal with the of the awkwardness of giving them advice and then be like, well, I just wanted you to listen. I'm like, I, I, how am I supposed to know that? Yeah, well, that's a problem. Nobody understands that. Hey, can you just listen to me for a little bit? Yeah. Like, Hey, I, man, I can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm just, like, kind of fucked up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, it's, that never it's not happens. that hard. No, it doesn't. No. But it's weird. Eh. Yeah, but what, what made you prompt to start doing that more? Because, like, I do it just because, like, um, you know, especially with comedy, like I've noticed that, like when you're hanging out at open mics or shows and stuff like you that, you have to easy. listen. You, you do when you're, especially well, you when you're trying to, to do like uh, crowd work stuff like that. I mean, you got to be there, right? Well, I'm not even talking about that, but like I felt like sometimes, like you, you can you can feel that when you're like hanging out back with other comics and stuff, like mm. who's paying attention or who's just waiting to get their fucking word in little their little thing in like they're not even paying attention to what you're saying oh. to the point where they've repeated stories to me and i'm just like man you never have listened to me but you're just waiting for that moment to insert those this people are the thing. worst at parties and in I, life i wait sometimes you know my favorite thing i i i, I want to start betting people because I know the prompts now. It's like playing a video game. You know how you hit a combo? Mm-hmm. Like, I know how to set someone up to get them to tell a certain story because I've heard it so many times. I was like, I just got to hit this, 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 and there it is. Gotcha. <laughs> I just know how to prompt it. <laughs> it's so it's like funny. build up to their memory banks. It's like you get, yeah. you're inserting a floppy disk to watch it spin. Yeah, dude. They're like the Mortal Kombat games. Like, up, up, left, 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 right. I can fuck it. There's the combo. Baybality. Now I have unlimited Yay. lives. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't figured out Baybality yet. No, everybody still keeps their clothes on. I've just been slapped a couple times. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, the uh, – God. No, the yeah. thing that prompted me, though, to go start doing it is just the dating scene in general. Yeah. Because to withhold information to have shit to talk about in the future – instead of spilling it out and be trying to relate, I found it's vastly more um, useful in prolonging conversations, so on and so forth. Actually, the number one reason builds intrigue because you're not just spilling everything, yammering on like nobody's fucking business. They're like, oh shit, this person's listening and showing actual interest because everything, for the majority of it, I'm just listening to this person talk. And it's funny because they get uncomfortable because they're not used to it. So they tell you You're shit. Right. So I, they keep going. Last date I went on, the girl was telling me how was, oh, well, I went through a lesbian phase, and me and her best friend still, and, da, 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 and just kept going. I'm like, really? Yeah, because most people can't sit in silence. <laughs> no. Silence is death to most people. That's why I tell people, as we I told you this all the eating. time. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't take silence. No, dude. Some people can't, dude. It's just like it's like I've told you. If you want comics to stop telling you joke, don't heckle them. Don't yell at them. Just let it be dead silent. That's death. Well, that's well, – I guess that's obvious knowledge to us. Because if right. you 
that's that's how you talk to anybody really and right. me and you we build upon it but right yeah but like <laughs> it was anytime crazy. somebody gets like uh, saying shit that's weird and awkward if you just shut up and stare at them they feel so uncomfortable that they'll just stop or they just try to dig themselves out and they just keep digging all the way to China dude they're just not going to get out of that hole my favorite thing to do break the tension once that's happened cuz i did this on a date and just broke the person because I did quit talking. I was listening and just staring at them. And then they finally stopped talking for 10 seconds and look of like, what the fuck's going on? And after about 15, I waited an extra five. I just went, draw. Draw. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it, it, she uh, finally just stood there and stared at me for <laughs> what felt like That's hilarious, forever. though. That's so funny. That's a great way to do that. You're just having a Mexican standoff with your date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That rules. Uh, so. Yeah, it, it, but like you, like you said, it's a good tactic for you when you're on dates. Like Because like, what's the one thing most, especially women, because like, we only date women. I can't speak for anybody else. But like the one thing you hear all the time is, like, I just want a guy who listens. So if you just sat there and asked them questions that kind of relate to what they keep talking about, they're really intrigued. And then they realize when they get home, they didn't learn a fucking thing about you. And then the next time yeah. they ask you questions. Yeah. If you just prompt things and just keep like, oh, well, that reminds me of this and just talk about your like there's then that's what's even more upsetting is like they don't ask you questions. Yeah. Because like you're you're not like you ask them questions. Almost as like, that's another annoying person. The person who asks a question gets an answer from somebody and then answers the question that they just asked. Mm. You know, like, well, yeah, well, I like this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it, that's not uh, – so you're asking the question not to hear their answer. You're asking the question so you can answer it. Yeah. So you want them to genuinely ask the question. So that's why it's a good tactic. I mean, it's a good life skill in general to have. Well, and the funny thing is because out of uh – out of all these dates, I've been whittling down the numbers. So oh, yeah. in terms of how to respond, so far the best rate of success for like callbacks, if you remember every third fucking thing. It's like, hey, they could every tell you third thing. Third story specifically. Oh. So they're telling me story. I mean, I that one girl that was telling me her life story. Fuck, dude, I got like fifty. I remembered six. I mean it, There you go. And it was just like boom. The next one's perfect, but it, there's no. You're a psychopath if you remember that whole fucking conversation. It's like yeah, if you watch insane. um, what's that movie, Dinner with Andre or whatever. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's, but anyway. it's an old fucking movie, but it's literally just two people having dinner and having a conversation. We had to watch it for video, uh, film class in college. Uh huh. I couldn't stay awake past twenty minutes. It's so fucking boring. But it's that's all right. it is. Just monologue them to talking at a diner. Yeah, just no excitement whatsoever in their conversation. Nope. Ugh, that sounds terrible. How long was that movie? Fucking like an hour and 20 minutes. So you, some dickhead filmed people eating dinner, and that's what the movie was? Yeah, Uh, it was the guy on Princess Diaries, the smart one. Okay, okay. Uh, the guy that was like with Andre the Giant and stuff, the short yeah. dude? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's who, mm. who was the star of it. Wow, what what's the conflict in that movie? <laughs> that I don't even remember, dude. I only watched twenty minutes, fell asleep, got spark notes, and got an A on the paper. There you go. That's all you <laughs> need. Like, blah, blah, that's, blah, blah, blah. that's what's great about those papers. That's like that's why me and you were better in college than we were in high school. Because in high school there were actual real answers, whereas mm. in college everything was papers and we could bullshit our way through everything. Me oh, and yeah. you are prof are almost <laughs> professional bullshitters. Yeah. Dude, we could be great salesmen if we really wanted to. But oh, mm. dude, I I was a good salesman, and then I realized how fucking soul sucking that is, and I didn't want to do it. I could go start sell anything right now if I really wanted to, but I don't want to do that at all. You know how many times moms tried to tell me you should get a sales job? I'm like, I'm not. I don't want to deal with people at all. Oh, dude, start opening up your act like you're Billy Mays. Yeah, <laughs> Wade Taylor here with another fantastic joke. <laughs> It's just like, 
that, that would actually be perfect just for the silence of the crowd. Like, what the fuck did we go to? Oh, yeah, dude. No, I'm going to start doing that, actually. I'm going to uh, – tonight at the open mic, I'm just going to go, Wade Taylor here with another fantastic set. <laughs> and just go into my jokes and be like, have nobody – like, even like not even address it. I have no that. Just like, <laughs> Uh, oh, that's my kind yeah, of dude. humor, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, sometimes it's fun to just throw a fucking wrench well, in there. I don't well, give a that's shit. That's why I'm about to wear a sweatpants combo to a mic, dude. I don't give a shit. Well, what was that? Mics. It was when we were in Milwaukee. That dude that went up. Nobody's laughing. He's saying his jokes. I'm the only soul dying because he's making it so awkward. He's just hitting me perfectly because I'm right. like, you just make it weird, and I'm dying. Yeah, which is like, it's not really, what sucks about that is that's a thing that happens at open mics all the time, which gives people false confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, even if you, like, if he did mean to do it that way, right, which some people do, they obviously, like, purposely try to make it awkward, like an uh, Eric Andre kind of, like, style of humor. Mm -hmm. But, like, people laugh at the open mic, especially comics, because they, oh, it's not actually stand-up. Try to build their set around that shit. Yeah, they build their set and I fucking like it's not real com it's not real stand up anyway. It's comedy. It can be comedy, but it's not stand up comedy. And that's no. yeah, yeah, when yeah. those people like they go, Why am I not getting booked on stuff? It's because when you do a real show, you fucking eat shit because normal people didn't come to see that. Yeah. I'm like the weird barometer. If you can get me to start like damn near wheezing, you're yeah. you're fucking bombing, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, you're bombing, dude. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to be dying. Right, exactly. I should bring you around to open mics and be like, just the show bookers to see, be like, if he's laughing, they're bombing. <laughs> yeah, the funniest it's not shit. Good. Yeah, like the funniest comedy stand up. I'll do the. <laughs> like, I won't yeah. fucking be doubling over. Right. Like, Schultz. It's hard, dude. You never saw me do like, bah! and slapping my no. knee or anything. But it was a great show. It was. It was a fucking fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, but it's uh, you weren't knee slapping at all. I think he got me pretty good a couple times, but like no, you, yeah, some, you were just like he Haha. had some high heat fastballs. It was it was a great fucking show, right? But you got to be awkward and fucking broken to get me to double over anyway. Right? Yeah, you want to see a train wreck? I want to see a That's train what wreck. The military did to you, man. They ruined yeah. your brain. They, they did. I want to see a train wreck. <laughs> maybe murder somebody, and I'm like, <laughs> he ruined his life. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah, I get it. You know where you can't find all the train wrecks ever, Nathan? Oh, dude, we we only have actual comedy on punninggame.com. Check that out. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, Monday through Friday, hot content for your ear holes. But you know what? Before you even go there, head on over to Comic Wade Taylor on YouTube. Check out all the clips of this show. Not worth the time. Check out that dude's special, Wild Horses. Come on back over to punnygame.com. Check out our extensive catalog. We got all sorts of stuff, a whole gang from our network. You can check them all out on the website. Then, while you are there watching videos, listening to audio, get some new clothes. Check out the Pun and Game shop where you can find yourself hoodies, t-shirts, all sorts of favorite things to support your favorite podcasts here on punnygame.com. And don't forget to use the promo code WGAF. That's promo code WGAF. They get you free shipping at checkout. Get it now or else. Dad, why does the dragon always blow so much smoke after mom prays to God? We're out, peace. This conversation's about me. <laughs> <laughs>